0: Thank you for joining me on this journey, and now let's create a life we love. All right, all right. Hello again, everybody. My name is Tudor, and this is the 7 Transformations podcast. I'm here with my lovely friend, Ava. Say hello, Ava.
1: Well, hello, Tudor.
0: Hello, hello. Hello, we have an awesome episode for you today. Ava has an amazing life that she decided to share with you, so we're going to ask her a few questions today about that awesome life and how she's created it. So maybe you can start a little bit, Ava, and tell them what you do, who you are, that kind of thing. You're kind of a celebrity around here, at least as far as I know, in the dance world and <laughs> you know around ASU and things like that. So
1: I would call it I'm a mini celebrity. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. cool.
1: <laughs> it's fun. No, I um everything I do is in the belly dance world.
0: Yeah. And how Here long? How long have everywhere. you been a, a belly dancer, a professional belly dancer?
1: A professional belly dancer. I've been about a decade, a little, just wow. a little over a decade. Okay. So yeah.
0: And probably dancing a lot of belly dancing before that too. No. No, really. Okay.
1: I started when I was nineteen.
0: Wow. Oh my I'm, gosh.
1: Yeah, I'm the clumsiest person you will ever
0: meet. <laughs> well, it certainly doesn't seem that way from <laughs> the performances. Do you teach too, or? Um, do you just perform and compete?
1: No, I teach. So I teach at Arizona State University. Okay. And I used to have a studio and I am one of the traveling dancers that goes around the world and teaches workshops.
0: Wow. That's amazing. What's the, what's the latest place you went to that was pretty cool?
1: Australia.
0: Australia. Oh man. Wow. Yeah. We have, I have this background on my computer and I thought forever it was like the Sonoran Desert or somewhere and she's like, No no, I think that's actually from Australia. I was like, oh man, that's that's awesome. It was beautiful. Yeah. Where in Australia were you at?
1: I was in Melbourne. Melbourne, okay. Yeah. I was Wait, is that where they have the
0: opera house? Or no? That's uh No, that's in Sydney. That's in Sydney. That's right. Sydney. There you go. Awesome. So when you go there to these places, uh what's the schedule like? You're there for a week, you are Uh, You know, doing performances, coaching, uh, workshops. What's the itinerary like when you go?
1: Well, I go out first if it's in a different country. I go out first to get myself used to the time change. Oh, yeah. Smart. Yeah. And I'll teach all sorts of dance topics. Hmm. So it's just a workshop base. And then I'll also teach private lessons for individuals or companies or groups.
0: So even like team building stuff, if people want... Some experiences in that rep- department.
1: I do that, and then I also do teach for training.
0: Oh, okay. So, teaching yep. other people how to become professional belly dancers to teach and that kind of yeah. thing.
1: So, I'll do two tracks. One track is teaching people how to teach properly so mm-hmm. that their students are safe, and the other track is for dancers to teach them how to perform and the different things that they can give on stage that makes them. Um, a little bit more professional and formal. Cool.
0: So one is more like performance-oriented, the other is more educational for students, basically amateurs. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, when, you, when you go to these countries, is it something that they book you far in advance, like let's say six months in advance, or is it relatively like, okay, Ava, we need you next month to come to Melbourne or whatever it is?
1: No, it's six months to a year.
0: Wow. Okay. So you're pretty much... A year ahead of time you you kinda of have a calendar planned out mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. That's a that's amazing. That's awesome.
1: It's the best.
0: Yeah. And how long is that taking you to do that? I mean, are you so obviously now you're you're really at kind of the peak of your game. Was this how long did it take you to get to the point where people are booking you a year in advance for these types of international trips?
1: It took me approximately I would say six years. And then I was really busy traveling internationally. And then what happens is if you're overbooked in a location, they need yeah. to give you a break. Mm. And then if there's anything political going on...
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. All the, we, yeah. We're kind of isolated here in the United States. We forget mm-hmm. that the world is always in turmoil.
1: Yeah. And mm. even if there's any type of politics anywhere. So mm. once all the refugees were taking on in Germany that influenced things because I know one person who puts on a big festival every year and they have a big show they didn't know if the show would go because people didn't feel safe going out and at the same time would they be safe?
0: Wow, that's some considerations that you wouldn't even think about coming from the States, you know, that's so Uh interesting Yeah. Wow, so basically what happens like let's say you're booked you know, uh, six months in advance and something happens in that place. They pretty much say, hey, you know, we'll have to just postpone this.
1: Oftentimes, uh, depending on my contract, it'll Mm -hmm. take it and say, okay, you can postpone up to a certain period of time. So if you book me out for, let's say. Oh, I
0: see. So you have it in the contract kind of to cover situations like that. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. That's cool. What is one of the biggest, uh, like, gigs or performances or trips that you've done recently for your traveling?
1: Australia. Australia. It was the biggest one and that wow. was recent. That was in December.
0: And how big are these classes that people are coming to? Like when you're going over there, let's say the teacher training class or let's say even the performance class, what, what kind of crowds are we talking about here?
1: If it's at a big festival, mm. I'll have approximately 60 wow. students in the class.
0: Yeah, that's a big class.
1: Mm-hmm. And if it's for a small thing, then I can have um, I can have the ability to control and say only so many people are allowed in the class. Oh, OK,
0: so you can limit participation. Correct. Mm.
1: So if it's a technique class to teach teachers how to have proper technique and how to give proper technique, that needs to be a smaller number because I need to be in charge of them and have yeah, them apply. It's easier apply to it.
0: manage everybody that way. Correct. Awesome. That's really cool. Did you always, well, you said you started dancing when you were 19. I actually, mm-hmm. I can relate to that too. So I'm mm-hmm. 34 now. I, I started dancing in college because I wanted an easy grade and wanted to meet some girls. <laughs> <laughs> then then never thought in my life that I would end up having it as a career of some kind. So when you were younger, like before you were 19, you know, 19 is already pretty much by society standards as an adult. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, What were you doing? Like, did you know that you wanted to dance? Like, what were you uh, artistic in other ways, creating other things?
1: No, I wanted to be a marine biologist. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So studying all the biology, everything that it would take me in order to be on the ocean full time.
0: Wow. Anything Mm -hmm. in particular, like any place in particular that you would be interested in studying, like the barrier reef or anything like that or?
1: Any place in the water.
0: Any place in the water. Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. I think my favorite trip that I went to in uh, when we were in junior high. Yeah, it was in junior high. Actually, we went to Catalina Island, and we got this whole. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. know how it's like. I mean, they give you scuba diving tour. Yep. You know, it was so much fun as a kid. Uh, and like we even like dissected squids and stuff. And like Uh as a kid, you're like, holy smokes, it's so different from what we do here in Phoenix, Arizona. There's nothing out here. So, yeah, that's cool. I have a friend, actually, a good friend who that was one of his. Uh, he, he wanted to be a marine biologist. He ended up actually owning a company. I'm going to interview him later. <laughs> later That'll today. be fun. Yeah. It's a cool career. It's really cool. It's very different. Yeah. So and the oceans are, they say we know more about the space than we do about our own oceans.
1: I would agree with that.
0: You know, that's fascinating.
1: Yeah. I'm from Southern California, so I understand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Catalina Island, everything out there. And it's, it's Beautiful. It is beautiful, and it's probably the main reason why I wanted to be a marine
0: biologist. Yeah, you get to be out there all day? hmm <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you know, when you decided to make the move to dancing uh, and, and kind of putting this in your life and as you've developed your career and, and place that you are now, you know, the relationships around you, that's my next question is how did those play out? Obviously, whenever we try to do something outside the norm, You know there's gonna be people who support us people who are naysayers uh, whether that's parents or siblings or you know whatever Um, so that's it's like a two-part question so the first part is how did that play out for you regarding your relationships and what impact it had on them and uh, who was one or some of the most supportive people in your decision to to do this life path and create this life for yourself
1: the most supportive people are my best friends from Southern California that okay. saw me walk in to the classes and grow from not knowing right foot versus left foot mm-hmm. into an advanced dancer and And teacher. were they
0: dancing too or? They were. They were. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they kind of encouraged you, hey, Ava, come, come try this with us.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, it was fun because finding them through this dance form, I found my own breed.
0: Hmm. Dancers are weird. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. got your own tribe, pretty much.
1: So it was nice that way.
0: Awesome. Mm -hmm. Very cool.
1: Everybody else, my family, my friends, nobody thought I could. Yeah. And they didn't understand that that was a passion for me. Mm -hmm. And it's just like being a computer engineer. It requires a certain amount of knowledge and passion.
0: Yeah, I Mm -hmm. think you need both. Mm -hmm. I think you need passion and the skills and knowledge to be successful.
1: Yes, I agree with that.
0: So, well, what was your... You know, with with all these types of life paths, there's always a, I call it like a big break. You know, obviously we always have like a little bit of luck or that one moment that kind of started to turn things around or open doors. Was there a moment like that for you that you can recall where like, oh man, okay, you know, this really helped me in my path to, to where I am right now?
1: Uh, I would say it's a buy moment, so to speak. Mm-hmm. One of it was moving out here to Phoenix okay. and... Taking, learning, and eventually teaching all of the ballroom.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: That shifted my styling on stage and off stage.
0: So that really contributed to the structure of your approach, or yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's really nice because when I perform, oftentimes when I come off stage after the shows, normally it's a gentleman who comes up to me and he says, "You are ballroom trained," and I say. Mm. Yes, and they say, we see it in your feet.
0: They can recognize it in your feet, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. It's like, that's all it is.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, uh, I don't know if you guys follow dancing or if if you're interested in any of that kind of stuff, but in the dance world, you can definitely tell structured movement, uh, people who have had a structured background like ballet or ballroom. Correct. uh, Regardless of the style they do, whether it's some social styles, you know, salsa, zook, bachata, Mm -hmm. belly dancing, whatever it is that ballroom or ballet or structured approach really can contribute to a higher level of performance, you know, like anything else. It's athletic, it's, it's disciplined, which really can help, I think, with everything.
1: It does. It's part of the alphabet.
0: Yeah. That we all need. Your basics, pretty Mm -hmm. much how to, how to move. So, well, cool. Uh, And then you said you moved to Phoenix. What was the other, uh, what was the other moment that was really special?
1: Um. My mother was ill, Mm. and so I moved here to take care of her. Okay. So she nursed me to life. I nursed her to death. Mm. And it was, yeah, it was transformational that way, but it was being able to do that. And then she also made me promise to get um, a university degree. Mm. So it was being able to do that and having that transformation in social life Mm. and meeting all of my ballroom friends and getting that type of support so it's mm. different and it was lovely and
0: is your mom still uh no no she's not oh okay hmm. wow and how long ago was that
1: that was let me think i have to think how old i am <laughs> <laughs> well you look super
0: young i wouldn't give you more than 2021 20, so you're very sweet
1: <laughs> but no that was what 10 11 12 12 or 13 years ago that she wow, passed okay yeah
0: yeah parents are you know you have them appreciate them and unfortunately we don't appreciate them until we're later in life mm-hmm. you know and then at, by that point there's not that much time left you that's know? the truth uh, so well you know living your life the way it is and creating these things for yourself i mean oftentimes when we hear you know, like say you know like we hear about your life like oh gosh you, know, you travel you're booked a year in advance you have all these exciting things it's really cool to hear but a lot of times people don't immediately think about the sacrifices involved that had to come with such Correct. a life path. And even the current sacrifices that you have to give up to create this kind of life. It's not a normal or comfortable life sometimes, right? So what are some of the sacrifices that that you have had to deal with that you maybe even continually have to deal with?
1: Um, I don't have a normal home life.
0: Hmm. So I don't have I a I think all of home. the dancers can say that. <laughs> yeah. I'm here like maybe a couple hours out of the day and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> just to <it's just>, sleep.
1: <laughs> yeah, you basically you're if you're lucky, so if 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 I'm lucky, yeah, that's true. I go home to sleep. Yeah. Mhm. Otherwise, I go to a hotel to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's been fascinating and then including that whole aspect is or inclusive uh, inclusive of that is relationship status. Mm, yeah. It's like it's hard for Special
0: traveling and things like that. Yeah.
1: It's been hard for my boyfriends to deal with the fact that I travel a lot mm. and their trust.
0: Yeah. Is that difficult. is a big one. Yeah. That's true.
1: Because I know what they would do if they were traveling a lot. They think I'd be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's And how long true. have you
0: guys been together?
1: Well, my current boyfriend, we've just been together for right around a year.
0: Okay, so it's still pretty fresh. I mean, it, is. it takes time to build those trusts and those kind of things in every relationship. It does. And even if you've been together, you know, 20 years, doesn't mean that that still wouldn't exist, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, it is a challenging situation. Do you have any challenging uh, memory or let's say a recent challenge that really came up for you with these obstacles that... um and you know you got over it and how did you get back to you know love motivation doesn't have to necessarily be with your relationship could be with your work could be anything within this life that you live anything that pops up for you yes yeah okay (laughs) great
1: (laughs) i have thought of quitting okay completely
0: completely just quit yeah step out of the whole dance world got it yeah
1: and then i see and I know that there are people that have done the teacher training. This mm-hmm. was before I started it. Yeah. And seeing them get inspired and gain knowledge, that is what has inspired me to stay. Mm. Is that there's always a search for more
0: mm-hmm.
1: knowledge. And that's what motivates me is being able to give that.
0: Yeah, being feeling like you can contribute to somebody else's path. Mm-hmm. Really gave you some sense of purpose. Correct. Yeah. What if you don't mind me asking, like with the quitting because I think, you know, I can relate to that. I think anybody can relate to that. I think quitting is a normal instinct that comes up whenever you challenge yourself with anything. It's normal. I I've personally mm-hmm. wanted to quit all the time, you know. Especially with dancing, it's very difficult. Dancing is very, very difficult, especially competitive performing dancing. You're traveling. You're spending a lot of your time and money. Correct. It's not necessarily appreciated like basketball mm-hmm. or other professional sports. <laughs> you know, it would be nice if it was. Even you know half of that. But so it's 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 a difficult life path. So what what has come up for you that's challenged you? That you know what? Like is it the traveling that's been difficult and, and its toll on your personal life? It's has it been something else? Like what is it? for you that's are you maybe you feel like you like you know I'm done with this I've done with this life path right now what what came mm-hmm. up for you
1: uh well I love the travel
0: mhm okay
1: cool yeah it's fun it's been difficult because I've traveled so much and I also teach at the university mm-hmm. that I'm never able to actually take in the area in which I travel to the way I would like to
0: i see mm-hmm. never can really really fully settle or be present there
1: correct it's fly in adjust teach
0: fly out boom 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 Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
1: Hmm. so that's been fascinating
0: so i mean if you quit let's say if you were to stop teaching dance would you still find some way to travel and uh basically do some of the things you do or would you just i'm not interested in doing dancing you know after that at all
1: uh that's fascinating you're making me (laughs)
0: <laughs> We're digging a little. The look deeper. on my face is like,
1: hmm, yeah, uh, no. After <laughs> the first thought of quitting, right after my mom passed, and then, um, with all the life changes, it's like, okay, yeah, no, I don't want to quit. Mm-hmm. Which is why the whole new certification program, yeah, came out because I want to make and better you dancers, that or yeah, okay, awesome, yeah, because cool. I've been in physical fitness longer than I've been in dance.
0: Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. I'm actually doing a physical or a physique competition with my friends in July for the first time. So. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last month beforehand won't be too exciting with uh, mm-hmm. eating the shirataki noodles all day. But <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> but I'm excited for it. It's it's a new... I've never done that before. I mean, obviously, we're pretty good shape as dancers, but this is a different kind of training. So I'm excited to see what I can learn and share You'll from love that it. experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. it should be cool. So...
1: But It is fun. Actually, what's fascinating is that for this dance form, I gained 20 pounds. Like on purpose? On purpose. Wow. Okay, because yeah, for belly dancing, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was too cut.
0: Wow. And too Interesting. firm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I had to soften all the musculature up so that I looked more. I looked more, I looked more like a soft female.
0: Yeah, yeah, more of the feminine. Mm-hmm. Features. Well, I think you're pretty feminine as it is. So. Well, thank you. <laughs> um well i mean these are all really thank you for really uh getting vulnerable about that because you know i can relate i can relate to that too i think we all can relate all of us work very hard you know and it's something that you know especially in competitive dancing i talked to another um gal her name was alina and she does mm-hmm. belly dancing we talked about competitive Competition in general, especially in an activity like dancing, which is very subjective, you Correct. have to spend a lot of your own resources and time. the The thing that always comes up is you have to delay your gratification. You know, mm-hmm. you have to remind yourself why am I doing this? Because the rewards aren't immediate; they're they're very far from it. You know, and, and it's a lot of work. It's an athletic endeavor. People who any kind of dancing, if it's at a high performance level, you are working your butt off. You know, it's so very true. Uh, I don't think people understand when they hear dance how like at least performance dance or competitive dance, how intense it is. You know? It's so
1: very intense. It
0: challenges I think every part of your spirit. It does. You know. Which is good too. You know, there's a lot of transformation and personal growth from that. I That's think. the truth. Yeah.
1: That's one of the reasons why I still teach at the university or mm-hmm. one of the things why I love that aspect of teaching is seeing the people that come into my class at the beginning of the semester, and then by the time they leave, they're mm. standing up tall. They have confidence. Yeah. And they are perfectly okay and confident and accept that their figure is unique and the way they look is unique and they don't have to conform to society standards.
0: That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And think about that in just two or three months, you know. Yes. Sometimes people go to therapy for ages you know to to achieve those results so yeah i think dance is very powerful Mm -hmm. intensely so so. very cool well a couple more questions here before we wrap it up you know you have uh, a lot of things going on in your life with with everything that you do are there any strategies that you employ on a regular basis you know you're in great shape you're you know you have a, a varied lifestyle you're traveling a lot you're doing a lot so are there any? What are some of the useful strategies that you employ? <laughs> Obviously, there's a method to the madness. <laughs> there is. So, what are some strategies that you that you can share? You know, there maybe some of your best strategies.
1: Mm-hmm. The first thing I do is I meditate every day.
0: Okay, meditation. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's one of the best things I've started doing and in is my it, life.
0: How do you meditate exactly? Do you meditate with music? Do you are you just quiet? Are you doing OM? Are you? What's your style?
1: Well, sometimes I'll actually listen to a guided meditation. Okay. Other times I just like to meditate in silence.
0: Got it. Mm -hmm. How long do you usually meditate for?
1: If it's a quick day, it's five minutes. If it's a long day, it goes up to an hour.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. That's impressive.
1: So it's, well, it's it's life-changing.
0: Yeah. No, Mm -hmm. it really is. And uh, there's so many ways to meditate too, which is great. I think just Mm -hmm. having that in your Mm -hmm. day, whatever you can do to get yourself present is so important.
1: That awesome. is the truth, yes.
0: You do that, you said, in the morning before you start your day?
1: Yeah, I'll do it in the morning, mm-hmm. and I'll also try it sometimes at night before oh, I go okay. to sleep. Yeah. And I choose those two times because you're trying to get through or to a particular brain wave. Mm-hmm.
0: Brain state, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And so when you first wake up or right when you go to sleep, you're already going down and through those. You're going from alpha, alpha, theta, mm-hmm. like all those different things. When you go to sleep, you're... In, delta Mm -hmm. and you want to change when you're meditating you want to go down to theta if you can or up Right. and you naturally are in one of those states or going through those states when you wake up or get ready to go to sleep
0: yeah that's that's fascinating with the brainwaves. I remember studying a lot of those in college because I used to actually have some pretty bad anxiety in college panic attacks yeah I used to have them really bad and they were I mean got to the point where it was like uncontrollable I mean you know but I worked my way through it and one of the things was the whole brainwaves things and kind of getting that theta state and relaxation. Mm-hmm. So it, it is very effective. It's interesting.
1: It is. Sometimes, so. for some people I know, all they have to do is pop in a headset and yeah. listen. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's,
0: it's fascinating. You know, we're, we're a machine. We're a complex, but we're still a machine. <laughs> we are. <laughs> is there anything uh, other than meditation that you feel is an effective <laughs> tool in your life? Um,
1: I exercise regularly. Okay, great. Mm-hmm.
0: So like going to the gym pretty much or hiking? What do you do?
1: Uh what I do is you you would either think of it as hiking. Uh-huh. So I'll either jog very minimal. Okay. Or there's this one parking structure and they have stairs and I will Ooh, hop up the go. stairs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That'll be a good workout in a mm-hmm. minute. Wow.
1: Yeah, so it's a hop or just a regular walk or you know, it's a I always extend and do different things up yeah. the stairs. Yeah. Like
0: urban uh was that, urban ninja or uh-huh. something like that? <laughs> cool, it's awesome. Fun. I think, yeah, a regular exercise and meditation. That's that's a great thing to have in your routine. Yep. Especially with all the stuff you have going on. The more you want to have in your life, you know, when you're talking about creating a life that you love, it's really you need the downtime, you need the reset, you need the prep time. There's this famous quote by Abraham Lincoln that uh, I love and he says if you if you give me five hours to chop a tree down I'll spend the first four sharpening the axe or something like uh-huh. that you know? <laughs> but it's such a great uh great quote because it's really we always want what's obvious which is the creating part I want I want all this stuff in my life but yes we don't realize the preparation part which is mm-hmm. even more significant it's
1: know? in well it's intensely significant
0: yeah mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. well any other uh Advice that you have for people who are, let's say, somebody is wanting to get into your line of work, like become a professional belly dancer, or even just professional dancing, or you know, creating a a life out of the art that they have. Any advice in general, even for people who aren't doing dancing, that you have learned from your experiences in your life path that you want to share? Some of the most important lessons.
1: Uh, the first thing is envision where you want to go and Mm. what you want to do. If you don't have that goal set, how do you know what strategy you want or your plan Mm. or the steps to take? And then the second thing is to learn your alphabet Mm. because in order to get to your ultimate goal, that's basically writing an essay or a book. Yeah. In order to do that, you have to learn the alphabet, A, B, C. Then you learn words, then you learn sentences. So you have to learn from the beginning and learn how to put all of that together so that you get your end goal.
0: Mm. And you have to find that alphabet in whatever you're doing. Uh-huh. Mm. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, so how can they uh, find you? Where, where would they find you, <laughs> Ava? Where would they see you? Where would they see your your performances and do you have a website that you want to mention
1: i do well it's my it's my website ava fleming Uh uh-huh and it's actually being reconstructed right now and i'll be i'll be offering things i'll be offering workshops or that ability the learning ability online as well
0: okay oh cool so they can Mm -hmm. take uh some online correct classes. Oh, that's going to be correct. cool.
1: That'll be that'll be just fun, but, and mm-hmm. at the same time that'll be open all like only. video
0: instruction, like you're correct. basically getting videoed and okay. Yeah. Cool.
1: But it's only open to like if I had a novel, only chapters 1, 2 and 3 would be open to the general public. Mm-hmm. You would have to go through and get the technical training in order to open the rest of the chapters because I see. Yeah, I'm not going to let you take classes if you're hurting your body.
0: Right, mm-hmm. you have to do it, yeah, correctly, because there are a lot of risks with doing oh, it incorrectly. There are,
1: it's mm-hmm. a, you know, that's why I hurt one of my hips a long time ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, you know. It doesn't doesn't last you too long, you know. Correct with with dancing, it, it's it's a sport like anything else. It is.
1: Our bodies are a finite they thing. Take, they are. Mm-hmm.
0: They take a beating. Well, what are you? One last question for you: What are you most grateful for today? Maybe <laughs> right now in your life.
1: I'm going to ask you that question too, you know.
0: Okay, go go for it. I'll do it. Uh, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I want you to go you first. You want me to? <laughs> yeah, this okay. is exciting. I know nice. what my answer Nobody's is. Nobody's ever flipped it around <laughs> me. I like that, Ava. <laughs> That's good. Well, what am I grateful for right now? Uh, in this moment, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to talk to all these really interesting people in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've really taken it upon myself to... Uh, look at my group of friends. You know, we all have these resources of yes. friends and friendships and all it takes is a little action to reach out and mm-hmm. ask them. I, I Like I said, I've followed you on Facebook for a while. I've seen your, your performances. I never actually sat down and talked to you until today. And all it <laughs> took was really just saying, you know what, let me take a message and talk to this person and see what their life is about. Let me hear from them. And I think that that is really cool. You know, I'm really grateful to have so many cool interviews planned and I've, I'm just uh, overwhelmed with feeling connected and, and feeling, you know, like I have an abundance of people in my life that have so much to teach me.
1: That's exceptional happiness.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is. Mm-hmm. I love that. So I, I feel great right now. Yeah, that's that's what I'm <laughs> grateful for. So in that is also you. I'm grateful for you. <laughs> so thanks for coming over. We can do the interview for your life. So
1: Well, thank you for having me. Ball's in
0: your court now. Mm -hmm. What are you grateful for?
1: (laughs) What I am most grateful for, it happens every day, I woke up.
0: Mm.
1: That's a good one. mm -hmm. I woke up, I took a breath, I walked out of bed, and it's just like, okay, I'm always happy and positive because there's one other option that I choose not to have. That's not waking up.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so true.
1: Mm-hmm. So that is what I'm most grateful for, because if I didn't, I wouldn't be here.
0: Very and, true. Mm-hmm.
1: So I can't say thank you. This has been fascinating, fun. I have had just, oh, it's just like, oh, it's exciting. I love yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So, That's thank you. amazing. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I'll close on one note that it, some of those things that we take for granted, like breathing. Mm-hmm. We really do. It happens automatically, but... I I met this guy who was 98. He's a World War II veteran, one of the last, like, recently. And he's in really bad shape, you know, and he just, I heard he recently, like, fell and he broke Mm. his hip, so now he's in a home, you know, he's just Mm -hmm. hating life. I'm like, man, you know, like, so many things that we take for granted, like, just being able to walk. Correct. Just being able to move from point A to point B. I've helped so many people who have had things like, you know, diseases like muscular dystrophy or or things Mm -hmm. where they're paralyzed. And, you know, we take for granted our energy, our life force, until even going to the bathroom is this great sojourn. Correct. That is a very good one to be grateful for every day. Remind yourself that it's a a good day if you Mm -hmm. can breathe. So that's it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show here, Ava.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you for having the show, Tutor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So... (laughs) Check out Ava at her website, avafleming.com. It's spelled, what, A-V-A?
1: Yes, A-V-A-F, Frank, L-E-M-I-N-G.
0: Dot com. Awesome. All right, Ava, well check you on the flip side. Yes,
1: let's do that.
0: See you guys. All right. Bye. You're listening to the 7 Transformations podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For weekly articles on creating a life you love, stay connected at the 7